It's 5 o'clock in pirate country, and it's time to get pumped up with the P-Men. Hit the road. 94.3 The Game is going to get you home, and the P-Man's not holding back. Yes! Yes! Pirates win! Pirates win! Bring on the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. Holy mackerel! Oh, my goodness! The flagship station of the ECU Pirates. One of those days, uh, because it's been, I'm not going to lie to you, because I'm always honest with you. Always honest with you. Been a little slowish. Been a little slowish since the end of spring football. I mean, yeah, there's pirate baseball, but uh, there's there's been some days where uh, it's been a been a little bit of uh, you know challenge to find compelling content. I always do, but at times it can be a challenge. I'll admit it, and. Uh, we're not in a shortage of that today. There's all kinds of news just since this morning that has broken. Uh, welcome in, everybody. The great P-Man here with you. Uh, Philip the Ref Pilkington producing the show. Let me thank Pilk. He uh, substituted for me this morning on uh, Talk of the Town. Uh, had uh, to accompany my wife to something this morning, and um, all's well there. So, uh, Pilk, appreciate you sitting in, and uh, you're, you and me the next two days. I'm excited about it. I'm excited too, and I appreciate you, uh, letting me have the honor of filling in for you on so. Oh, that was the big hen, baby. That was the big hen. So, I, uh, I said, I'm going to be out. Pilk's going to be there anyway. So, do you want him to do sports? And I understand you sat on the set with the big hen this morning. Yeah, I did. I, I, fe- I felt like I was big time today. I know I'm not, but I, I sure as heck felt, felt like it. Ah, Dom is here somewhere running around. Yeah, Dom's doing something that you told me to do, and I accidentally put it in the wrong spot. I put it in my update instead now, of recording it. I'm so going to say me. this. That imagine that. Imagine that. I send Pilk an assignment, and somebody else has to do it. Yeah. Imagine that. <laughs> imagine that. Imagine that. I'm a little rusty, P-Man. Yeah, I've been doing all the behind-the-scenes stuff. It's a little weird being, being back on the on the ones and twos. It's uh, it's a lot happening. All right, Um. The, we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have uh, Parker Bird on the show with us today. Uh, it'll be the first time we've had him since uh, right before Thanksgiving. Uh, we had him on uh, and his family around Thanksgiving time to talk about that, um, and uh, it was a really cool interview when we talked to to Parker. Well, he has come quite a ways, obviously, in the last several months, but certainly has come a long way since then. And he got to do something last night that I think we only could dream about doing, right? Most I mean, definitely. You, only, you really only could dream about going to throw out a first pitch at a major league game or anywhere for that matter. Oh, couldn't agree more. So as part of a deal with the Challenged Athletes Foundation, Parker was in Houston yesterday. I mean, like at this time yesterday, throwing out the first pitch. How awesome is that? Yeah, that's really cool. I, I'm so happy for him that he got to go do that. That That's a really special moment. Uh, if you don't know the Parker Bird story, uh, Parker Bird was probably the best shortstop in high school baseball as a senior. I mean, he was, he would, look, Joey Barini's been fantastic this year, but Parker Bird would have had an, an absolute opportunity to have played shortstop for the Pirates this year. He's that good. And, uh, you know, he 
threw out the first pitch yesterday at Minute Maid Park, has a prosthetic leg as we know now, a boating accident caused, uh, you know, the, the hopes to be, to be a, a player that, uh, Wanted to play college baseball for the Pirates. It, it prevented that from happening this year. But, but Parker says, I'll be back next year. And I damn well believe him. I really do. I think he's got a, a, a great opportunity to, to, to really make some history. Um, so I, we, we talked with, uh, Parker's, um, mom, Mitzi. We messaged her occasionally. Lovely lady. Great family. And, um, his dad, Dr. Uh, Dr. Bird, Jeff Bird was out there. And, uh, it's just really good stuff. Uh, let's, uh, let's hear from Parker here, uh, Pilk, where he says, you know, he's learning ways to use the prosthetic, uh, prosthetic that he's currently uh, fitted with to his advantage. Just trying to use the prosthetic to my advantage instead of my disadvantage. Uh, I mean, every day is a process, just learning new things I can do with it. Um, learning how to run now, so that's a whole new, new experience. And then uh, the what's what's Bregman's first name? I'm not I'm not up on my Astros Alex roster. Bregman. I'm not sportsing hard enough. I know Alex Bregman with the uh, Strohs had this to say about Parker Bird. Oh, I think it's incredible. I think um, just talking to him and, and seeing how motivated he is, and um, he believes in himself. I believe in him. Um, I think it, I think it's awesome, and I, I can't wait to watch him go and do it and accomplish his goal. I mean, how amazing is that? That, is, that guy is a legit, really good big leaguer. And world champion, World Series champion. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, he is. He, is. he might have cheated. He might have cheated to do it, but hey, you know he's got the <laughs> ring. That's all I know. He's got that's one true. more World Series ring than I do. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Really, really cool stuff. Fabulous stuff. Uh, really happy for. Uh, for Parker. So we're going to get him to tell us about the whole experience and give us an update on what's going on from him or with him as uh, he's on that road to, um, to, as he says, be back next year. I'm very excited to talk to Parker. He's a cool guy. I really like Parker a lot. So we'll talk to him coming up in uh, just a little bit. Uh, Pirates, of course, won their ninth in a row last night over Charlotte. A uh, huge crowd there at the uh, Truist Field in Uptown Charlotte, boy, that that is a gorgeous setting for bait. You've been there, I'm sure, before, haven't you, Bill? Because you're from Charlotte, right? Yeah, I've seen it. I mean, that's got a major league backdrop. The only reason that is not a major league stadium is there's not really room to expand. I mean, that place has got all the amenities. It's got, you know, it's good enough facility. And like I said, the beautiful major league backdrop as well of well, the uh, Queen City. If we have time today, we're going to talk about some relocation in major league baseball. Again, That's right. There's some. There's, there was some news on that late yes. late last night. I didn't find it out till about 5 a.m. this morning. It was so late last night. So we'll see. Uh, but all of that, which is all huge news, is not the biggest story of the day, in my opinion. The biggest story today, and look, I'll give credit where credit's due. The reflector got this story. You know, I've heard mumblings or mumblings, murmurs, maybe mumblings. Murmurs for a while about a desire and effort to bring some kind of baseball to Greenville. There is a, uh, a hope that it would be a minor league baseball team. And it still could be one day. 
but I think this might actually fit with the culture a little a little better. Because and there's some interesting news on that too today <laughs> out of Kinston, but but again, we'll get to it all in due time here. But the Greenville Council is going to be at their Monday meeting considering signing a letter of intent with Capital Broadcasting. Who's Capital Broadcasting? Well, they're the owners of uh, WREL. They own the Durham Bulls. As I like to say, not your granddaddy's WREL. Uh, they have 99.9 The Fan up in Raleigh. We have friends up there. Uh, 101.5. So, I mean, Capital Broadcasting, huge name. I, I, I'm not sure if they still do, but that one time they owned the Myrtle Beach Pelicans, uh, the minor league baseball team down there. And when the Pelicans came into the league, they had a state-of-the-art stadium, and they were a state-of-the-art, you know, it kind of ran things a little better than single-A baseball in the Carolina League. But uh, they also owned the Coastal Plain League. I did not realize that. I, I knew they owned a team, but I didn't realize they owned the league. So this letter of intent with Capital Broadcasting, the league's owner, would uh, – Enter the city into an agreement with Capital, prepare for a formal lease agreement to bring a Coastal Plain baseball team, the Wooden Bat Summer League Baseball, to Guy Smith Stadium in 2024. Alcohol sales would be part of it. Million dollars in improvements to Guy Smith would be part of it. Of course, it's now Ronald RV Vincent Field at Guy Smith Stadium. Uh, the city of Greenville would contribute a half million dollars. Capital would inc- would uh, contribute a half million bucks to the improvement. Uh, that would likely, from the city standpoint, come out of the vin- visitor and uh, convention and visitor bureau funds. And then Capital would pay the city thirty grand annually over ten years to obtain a license to sell malt beverages, wine, fortified wine, or alcohol. What is the difference, Pilk, between wine and fortified wine? I don't know. I'm just getting into drinking wine. I can tell you the difference in, in liquors, definitely, and okay. beers, but I, I don't know much difference in wines, to be honest. I, I can tell you the difference in red and white, and that's about it. Right. With wine, it's always been drink what you like with me. Agreed. I, Same here. I have a certain thing I like, or certain things I like. I don't know what a fortifying wine but nonetheless. So if you don't know what the Coastal Plain League is, I'm sure you do, collegiate, summer baseball league, players from across the country. 14 franchises currently here in North Carolina, also in South Carolina, Virginia, and Georgia. League drew pretty well last year. I think it would draw well in Greenville. So P.J. Conley, the mayor, is going to be with us in a, uh, tomorrow. Not today, tomorrow. And uh, I think this is a huge deal. They're, you're looking at a Greenville franchise would play 30, maybe 32 games at Guy Smith between late May and early August. Uh, and it would be, uh, I think it'd be tremendous. I think this would be a huge thing for Greenville. It's, it's a good deal. I think there's part of this where Capital, uh, would support the Babe Ruth League. So this is fundraising and that kind of thing. So I think this is really a, a great, a great, um, move by the city. You know, people always complain there's nothing to do, uh, especially in the summer. Well, here's something that would be, you know, an entertainment 
opportunity over several uh, nights a year in Greenville. And if they're going to refurbish Guy Smith, that's going to be even even greater. So that's that's a huge bit of business, in my opinion. Now, also happening today down in Kinston, and look, we all remember a few weeks ago, the heavy denial from the team there now that its parent ownership, who are the Texas Rangers, have inquired about building a brand-new state-of-the-art stadium and entertainment complex in Brunswick County. The always anonymous sex uh, – oh, whoa. Always anonymous text whoa, line. Whoa, Patrick. Whoa. Uh-oh. Whoa. Uh-oh. Always anonymous Thursday. text line. I'm tired. I've been up since really early this morning. You, you have had a long day today. I, it I has will been a long that. day. It's, even for you, day. it's been a long day. Yes, Usually you've been up early. Been a, yeah. Yes, it's been a very long day even for me. Uh, the always anonymous text line. Uh, fortified wine has something added to it like brandy to increase alcohol content. All right. There you go. Sounds like if they get that, the boys in blue are going to be out with some license checks after these baseball <laughs> games is what I'm hearing. <laughs> Always anonymous text line, sex line, LOL. Okay. It was a terrible mistake. Terrible mistake. Um, so down in Kinston uh, Monday, it looks like at their meeting, they have made the decision in Kinston. You find this. Well, so let me let me finish the other point I was making. It looks like that the team that's currently the Down East Wood Ducks would relocate to Brunswick County. Now I know what they're saying. Oh, we want an independent league team. You're not going to build a brand new state of the art stadium that has to be built up to minor or major league standards. And I mean, you're talking. Hundreds, uh, hundred some odd pages in this handbook where you've got to update stadiums. I mean, that great Segra Stadium down in Fayetteville, the one in Kannapolis, Pilk, that you, I think you went to earlier this year. Yep. I mean, those are brand new stadiums that have, they're million dollar stadiums. They even have to have like four or five million in upgrades to, to meet major league standards now. Oh, of course. Think about that. Granger Stadium, as much as I love it, is so, uh, antiquated. I mean, it, it, there's no way you'd ever make your money back to build it. So we'll see. Um, but the Kinston City Council today is they're going to expand. They want to expand opportunity. They've created a Granger Stadium Commission, and at their next meeting, they're going to do that to expand uh, recreation being played recreation games and high school games and travel games. So in other words, they're, they're trying to get ahead of the curve of, of an inevitability that they will not have a minor league tenant there. Now, what does that mean for Greenville? I don't know because then you lose the contiguous county and the radius rule with having, because you can't have, that's the reason the Mudcats are in Zebulon because of the Bulls in Durham. You have a radius rule. Now, I might be a little bit, uh, you know, Hopeful on some of this, but I mean, this could be the proving ground and the, and, and a really wise decision by the city council who is putting a significant amount of money into the refurbished Guy Smith Stadium to have a strong financial partner like Capital come in and do that. And, uh, the terms of the deal are about as long as the term of the deal is to have the minor league team, uh, in Kinston. 
Because even though they the Rangers would like to build something in Brunswick County, it's not going to happen tomorrow. It would take a little while to get all that uh, going and, and built because they're in the initial, initial stages. So it's pretty interesting, in my opinion, really interesting. Uh, so that's the big story today in my mind, and I think it's awesome, and I th- and I'm 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 I would support this a gazillion percent. I think it's going to be a tremendous boon for Greenville to, to get a coastal plain team. And look, there'll be guys from ECU, obviously, that'll play. That, that's great for them. Be be tremendous for them. We're going to get a break because Parker Bird's going to be with us. Speaking of just really cool things last night, that was so awesome to have him throw out the first pitch. We're going to get an update on where Parker is in his rehab. We're going to talk to him about that experience. All on the other side of this timeout, Patrick Johnson Show. And Parker Bird is with us right after this. Parker Bird, uh, what a story he is. And uh, what a young man he is. He's with us on the phone right now, joining us uh, for the first time this baseball season on the Patrick Johnson Show. And as a solo tonight, uh, it was cool having your parents on back around Thanksgiving. But, uh, look, as much as I love your mom and, and your dad seems like a pretty good guy, I, we, we know who the star is right now we need to speak to. Really good stars, baby. How you doing? Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's definitely my parents. <laughs> <laughs> you doing good? Yes, sir. I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? I'm, we're doing well. We're doing well. Um, boy, uh, you know, talk about blowing up this this thing. Last night you threw out the first pitch before the Astros game. Uh, yeah, and, I mean, and, that, it was a great. And now you're back game, in Greenville. Dude. You're with us. You're on the phone here in Greenville <laughs> with us. So I mean, it's you. You're just you know, it wasn't a private jet that you took, was it? <laughs> no, sir. Delta. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so how how did well let's just. Uh, Let's start with just the pitch. I mean, how did you feel about that? Were you were you nervous? Uh, yeah, I was definitely nerve wracking uh, walking out there and seeing all those fans just sitting there looking at you throwing a pitch. But um, it was definitely an experience of a lifetime just having the opportunity to do that. I mean, not a lot of people get to say they're throwing our first pitch in their life, so uh, it's really just blessed that I'm able to uh, have an opportunity like that. So this was uh, in conjunction with the group, the Challenged Athletes Foundation, and, and I'll ask you to tell us a little bit about that, uh, what you can. Uh, but Houston, how, how did you wind up, how did this wind up coming about and happening in Houston? You know, because there's plenty of places, maybe closer, you could have gone. Right. Uh, yeah, but uh, how, yeah. How, did, how did it work out with the Astros? Um, so there's this guy that's uh, a film director, his name's Eric. Uh, he's has very close connections with Astros. Uh think his family and it's had some ties with him but um he knew i was a really big alex bregman fan so he got me in contact with uh bregman for the game so i talked to him for about 20 minutes and i mean i met a bunch of players i met dusty baker and it was just really an unreal experience that's awesome what uh what was it like meeting uh bregman uh, i mean i couldn't i couldn't imagine anything different due to a great guy. I mean, he just sat there and talked uh, to me like I was a normal human being for 20 minutes. And uh, we sat there and talked about his swing, what he was doing wrong at the time, how he could fix it, and like all the drills he does. And uh, it was just really cool just sitting there listening to the, the type of knowledge that guy has. I mean, it's unreal. He's, he's playing an approach for 
a very long time. So just to hear that guy talk to you and like you're a normal human being, like you're one of his friends is pretty cool. I, I would have called the pitch a strike, but I'm, I, I would be kind of a gracious umpire. But, uh, yeah. that was, that was pretty cool though. I mean, look, who, I mean, it's Minute Maid Park. It's a big league park. They're the world champs. I mean, there's, there's a lot going on there. And, and I got to imagine that's, that's pretty cool. Now, when did you go out? When did you, I know you guys came back today, but when did you head out there? Yeah. So we headed out Tuesday, Tuesday night. So it was a okay. quick trip for sure. Okay. Hey, tell me a little bit, Parker, about uh, the group that was um, that you're involved with, Challenged Athletes Foundation, and uh, what they're about, and, and how you got involved with them. Yeah, so um, Challenged Athletes Foundation is it's a foundation that reaches out to uh, many challenged athletes and uh, amputees, such as myself, and just uh, to give them hope and uh, fulfill their dreams of getting back out to what they were, or what they want to be. Um, a guy by the name of Bob Babbitt reached out to me, and he's uh, the founder of Challenge Athletes Foundation. And he reached out to me uh, as soon as my accident happened to my mo- to my mom on Facebook, but my mom didn't reach out, uh, reached back to him immediately, and then he reached out again, and then uh, she told my dad about it, and then my dad freaked out because he's he's heard about it, and then uh, we got in contact with him, and then. They sent me off to uh, Chicago to get a, a new leg, a, a better fitting leg for baseball, and then now they gave me a grant to go to um, Houston for the first pitch. But they okay. just give a bunch of grants to athletes that are in need, uh, such as myself, with legs and any type of uh, equipment they need to to fulfill their dreams. You said, Parker, that you'd uh, – we played the clip earlier from the news story that I think the Fox station out in Houston did on you. That you are um, starting to run with the, 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 this uh, prosthetic, which is, I mean, specifically designed for athletes, and 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 right. you're obviously a great athlete. So, how how has that been? How's that been going for you? Yeah, it's been going great. Um, I mean, it's definitely a process. Uh, in the beginning, obviously, it's not going to look great, but um, each day it, it improves. And I'm actually going to a running clinic this Saturday in Atlanta. So I'm really, really excited about that. But um, just it's a whole new form. It's a whole new uh, experience just running with that leg, and you kind of just have to use it to your advantage. So um, it's good. I mean, it's getting better, so for sure. Uh, Parker Bird, uh, member of the ECU baseball team, is uh, with us here on the Patrick Johnson Show today. Uh, Parker throwing out the first pitch at the uh, Astros game yesterday. Got to go hang out at Minute Maid Park. Uh, what a great uh, thrill that has to be, and uh, uh, it, it's it, – I, I love it. I'll be back next year. I love that. And Bregman even is like, I, I believe him he's going to be back next year. So he said that in the uh, video piece uh, that they did on the news. So that was – that's got to make you feel good. How, wh- take us a little bit through – you know, we talked to you in November. Um, obviously, the team comes back in January, and they start their workouts to to get ready for the uh, the season. Uh, so between, you know, just however you want to take it on a timeline from when we kind of last talked to you before Thanksgiving to now, how has the progress been for you? Yeah, I mean, it's been, it's been really good. Um, I think last time we talked, I didn't, uh, have my leg at the time. So, mm-hmm. uh, I got it in December, so late December. And, uh, it's been, it's been a whole different process to even 
Well, I can imagine. So um, just learning how to use that leg in day-to-day life and sports. Um, so I got December and then started doing a lot of PT, obviously, from then on out. And uh, doing a lot of workouts. I mean, I have, have to build all those muscles that I've lost throughout the accident and the hospital stay and all the time leading up to my leg. Um, I had to uh, uh, regain all those muscles back. So um, it's a bunch of workouts, uh, a bunch of rehab, and a bunch of fun that comes with it. So. As far as the baseball-related activities, uh, how's that process going? Or, you know, again, uh, just really kind of maybe good. take us through that uh, when you started doing baseball things again. Yeah, so as soon as I got out of the hospital, I was, I think I was in a wheelchair at first because uh, I, I still had some wound backs on. And then as soon as I got out of the wheelchair, I got into a walker and I started doing drills as soon as I got out of the wheelchair. And um, so I started doing like one-handed drills sitting down then. And then I got the leg and I was still doing one-handed drills, but then, uh, I was able to start using my legs to hit again, and uh, I could just tell each day that my legs are getting stronger, and now I'm able to uh, rotate that back foot like I was I was once doing before my accident. So it's really good. Um, the leg has a lot of spring to it, which is really good, especially with the power aspect, um, uh, especially it being my my back leg, which is provides mm-hmm. most of the power in your swing. So um, it's really good. It's Come along really nicely. We got Parker Bird with us here on the program today throughout the uh, first pitch at the Astros game yesterday and uh, is uh, uh, going to a running clinic, he was telling us just a minute ago, in Atlanta this weekend. So Parker is uh, well on his way uh, back the comeback trail. He is uh, blazing uh, through it right now. What are the things that you feel like are, you know, the next challenges for you that you'll have to tackle? Um. I'd say still running and mm-hmm. lateral movement is pretty tough. So um, we're working on that a bunch in PT and just so I'm able to field the ball again and do all the stuff I was doing before. And uh, so r- running as of right now is a big thing. And then after that, we're going to uh, move towards lateral movement and getting 100% back to what I was. You are um... – on the roster, you're very much involved in the day-to-day with uh, ECU baseball. Uh, you got to be impressed with what uh, the Pirates did nine in a row and, and probably playing their best baseball of the season. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think being in the program, you kind of knew it was coming. I mean, those guys work their tails off each and every day, and um, you can the chemistry that team has is absolutely insane. And you can just tell that it, those guys love playing with each other and they're having a good time right now. I mean, uh, I'd, hopefully we were able to keep it rolling throughout the season. And I definitely feel that Omaha is coming soon. So, uh, We love to hear that. Uh, Parker Bird is with <laughs> us here. As far as uh, some of the things you're doing, as, you know, team-related activities, uh, what are some of those things that you're, I mean, you're, you're, I mean, a member of the roster, so, I mean, you're, you're I'm sure, involved in a lot of that, but, you know, you also have your own rehab that you're you're working on as well. So how do those things, I guess, kind of coexist and, and, and are married up? Yeah, so thankfully uh, the coaching staff's really understanding and so are the players about how my, how busy my schedule is. So, um, I mean, I work out with the strength coach there, Dennis Wilson, uh, three times a week. And 
Uh, so I'm involved with them. I work out with a couple of guys there with them. And then uh, I go to practices when I can. And rehab gets in the way of that a lot more now than it, than it has yeah. in the past. But um, so I go go out there when I can, and obviously I go to all the home games. And when they're on the road, I don't, I don't travel with them this year, but mm-hmm. uh, I definitely mm-hmm. watch every pitch. <laughs> well, look, I know you're throwing out. I know you're throwing out. I know you're throwing out. Uh, first pitches at a major league game but you're still you're a true freshman you realize that don't you right, right yeah. <laughs> that's right <laughs> parker birds yes, with us here hey let me let me ask you um you know there's some guys uh that are obviously hitting the ball well but boy this pitching staff and the, and the rotation i mean it it could be the best you know in ecu history one of the it's certainly one of the best of the country this year so that's they're just a pleasure to watch pitch. You wouldn't want to be on the other team facing them, I'm sure, would you? <laughs> no, no, not at all. I mean, every one of those guys in the rotation are, are probably going to put on a big league uniform at some point in their career. So, uh, and our pen is, our bullpen is absolutely incredible as well. I mean, uh, you can just tell that the coaching staff trusts every guy they call out there. And even the guys that don't pitch as much as they obviously would want to. They're they're still getting the job done when they get their chance. And I mean, it's just cool sitting there watching uh, guys that work so hard. And Coach Knight, he's worked so hard with them, and them uh, having having some great success and uh, fi- finally getting the credit they deserve. You know, um, one of the things I really commend you on doing too is you've gone around and spoken to some groups and some schools and. <laughs> Uh, have been a real, uh, I mean, I think you've got to, you're going to, it's, it's ongoing. It's not like it's a story that is fully done. I mean, it's, it's an ongoing story, but I mean, just the story to date is amazing. And, uh, th- that, that has to be kind of a fun experience for you to go, to go around and, and talk to these young people in the East, uh, you know, about your challenges and the things you've overcome. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's definitely not something I thought I was going to be doing a year ago from today because, I mean, probably speaking used to be uh, not very good for me. But <laughs> but I, I just love going out and sharing my story to others. Just not so much just to tell about me, just to try to inspire others that right. they can do whatever they want to in their lives and um, that just to keep going forward no matter how how hard things are that things are in their present moment that. Things are going to get better. So, Well, Parker, uh, what a cool thing to wake up to this morning. Uh, viral video of you throwing out the first pitch at the uh, Astros game. Uh, it's awesome to talk to you. We're going to get you on ESPN Plus soon up at the booth for, for an inning uh, during one of these telecasts. Yeah. We're, we're, we're still working that out. You can kick me out if you want. You do, you're such a great orator now. You're such a great speaker. <laughs> you can just kick me out and, and you'll, you'll nail it. But, uh, <laughs> awesome to talk to you. Give my very best to your family. A belated happy birthday to your kid sister. Yes, sir. And, uh, yeah. and uh, keep up the good work, man. Keep working hard. And, and you know you've got uh, all of Pirate Nation behind you. Yes, sir. Well, I appreciate you guys having me on there. Uh, definitely can't wait to get up there in the booth with you. Uh, talk a little <laughs> bit more. <laughs> yeah, it'll be great. Take care, buddy. Thanks yes, for sir. hopping on the phone right. with us. Really appreciate it. Yes, sir, for sure. Thank you. All right, all right. there he goes. Parker Bird, gosh, if that doesn't get you, uh, just as make the hair stand on your, I mean, just what a what a story and uh, 
great young man. And I mean, he's even come out of his shell more when we talked to him, uh, back in, in November. And I, it, look, he's gone around and talked to these different schools and school groups. And I just, I think that's awesome too. He's great family, great, uh, great person. And, uh, I'm real happy for, for, uh, all the things that he's able to do is, is an inspiration to people. It's, it's tremendous. Uh, I tell you what, Pilk, why don't we grab a break? We'll come back. You'll do uh, an update, and then we'll kind of finish the show up with a pirate report and all of that uh, on the other side. So, uh, Philip, the ref Pilkington, uh, with us uh, here today, the hardest-working man at IBX Media this week. And uh, the ref will have a 94-3 The Game sports update, update you on everything going on in the world, O-Sports, the Pirate Nation, and beyond right after these words. Philip Pilkington here with your 94-3 The Game Sports Flash update. Last night was a great night for the Pirates on the Diamond. East Carolina knocked off Charlotte 6-2 to capture their ninth straight victory. Danny Bill picked up his third win of the season, and Justin Wilcoxon improved his team best batting average to 351. The Pirates are on a plane to Wichita today to take on the Wichita State Shockers. The first game of that series will be tomorrow at 7 p.m. D1 Baseball's Aaron Fitz said that he he believes this could be the year that ECU finally makes it to Omaha. Their, their pitching feels like it's 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 may. I don't want to get carried away because they've had some darn good pitching staffs over the years. This might be the best staff of the Cliff Godwin era. I really like the rotation, especially, mm-hmm. um, but also the bullpen. I mean, they've got plenty of guys there, and again, they can mix and match. They're, they're deep. Going to the ice, the Carolina Hurricanes took a 2-0 series lead over the New York Islanders last night with a 4-3 overtime victory. Just over five minutes into the overtime period, Josper Fast scored a goal, and when he found the back of the net, it was assisted by Jordan Stahl and Brent Burns. The series will shift to New York on Friday. Puck drop drop is scheduled for 7 p.m. And it appears that Sin City will finally be getting a professional baseball team. Oakland Athletics President Dave Caval said last night that the team has signed a binding agreement to purchase land near the Las Vegas Strip. Caval told the the Las Vegas Review-Journal that a $1.5 billion, 35,000-seat stadium with a partially retractable roof it will be built on site. Today, the North Carolina House and Senate recognized two former college athletes of the Tar Heel State, North Carolina basketball player Phil Ford and NC State wide receiver Tory Holt were honored. Sad news out of the NFL is 49ers Hall of Fame linebacker Dave Wilcox passed away last night. The four-time All-Pro spent all 11 seasons in San Francisco. He was 80 years old. The Greenville City Council is weighing an opportunity to base a Coastal Plains League baseball team at Guy Smith Stadium in a contract that would bring alcohol sales and over $1 million in improvements to Guy Smith Stadium. The council at its Monday meeting will consider signing the letter of intent with Capital Broadcasting, the league's owner, according to the agenda material and city officials. If the letter is approved, the city and Capital Broadcasting will prepare a formal lease agreement to bring a team to Guy Smith Stadium in 2024. On the Friday edition of the Patrick Johnson Show, Greenville Mayor P.J. Connolly will join us to talk about it. That'll do it for your 94.3 The Game Sports Update. We will be back with our pirate report on the other side of this timeout.
some uh, big happenings for the station and the show we'll be announcing next week. Uh, tune in Monday at 5 o'clock. Not only will we have our Inside the ECU Clubhouse segment with Coach Cliff Godwin, but we will find out who uh, is a new voice coming to 94-3, the game starting May 1st at 12 noon. Uh, we'll be making the announcement formally on Talk of the Town Monday. When uh, the Big Hen and I welcome this very special guest, we'll have it on uh, 96.3 and 103.7 here in Greenville. And if you do miss the announcement, we'll have it for you here that uh, afternoon on the Patrick Johnson Show. And that very special guest will be our guest on Tuesday's program. So there you go. Looking forward to that announcement coming up. Uh, boy, this... Uh, North Wilkesboro shaping up, Pilk, looking good. Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, it's uh, just over a month away. Actually, I think it's a little less than a month away now. So the uh, Cup Series goes there for the All Star Race. That's going to be uh, it's going to be very exciting. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, uh, buddy of mine put some pictures up. It looks really, really good. Uh, it's looking fantastic. I would really like them to rehab the rock out in Rockingham County. That that area could use, you know, some. Some economic shot in the arm. I don't know if they will, but I, I I think that would be the that would be great if they could figure out a way to do that. And it would take less than what it took for North Wilkesboro because at least at the Rock, the racing surface has been used fairly recently because it's been a test track yeah. for years. Yeah. Whereas North Wilkesboro yeah. had not really been touched since the early two thousands. Yeah, and and, and the, the track kind of looks like it, but they'll get all that straight before. The All-Star Race. All right, let's do a uh, pirate report after the ECU win on the Diamond last night in Charlotte. And now, Patrick Johnson with today's pirate report on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. Uh, let's see, number 70s, Carolina. Stymies, Charlotte. How about that? 6-2 in the Queen City last night. I'm sorry, my glasses got had something on them, and I was trying to get it off, and... Rattling the headphones of the mic. Um, this was played at Truist Field. Pirates are uh, 29 and 8 now after the win last night. Uh, Carter Cunningham and Justin Wilcoxon, a couple of home runs. Uh, and uh, Joey Barini finished with a couple of runs driven in. Uh, Pirates uh, got another great uh, bullpen effort. Uh, as well. This is Cliff Godwin who says he feels like the team is, uh, or did play last night an all-around game. It's no secret. You can look at the boxes and we haven't played great on the road. Oh, we played really good tonight. I thought our pitching was really good. I thought our defense was outstanding and we hit in the clutch. Obviously, J-Dub's big blow with, uh, two guys on, two outs. Also, Joey Barini, uh, two two-out RBIs. Cunningham got us going on the board with a solo jack in the first, but thought Root, Bill, uh, you know, Tony Ginn and Sailor were tremendous. Yeah, those four, uh, were awesome throwing for the Pirates. And that just, I mean, what a, what a, uh, when you, when you got to go, uh, Johnny Holstaff, what a, what a great group to do that with. Uh, Pirates really have it going right now with the pitching. Uh, and, uh, that is the 13th straight win for ECU over Charlotte. This is Coach Godwin talking about how those pitchers kept the Niner hitters off balance, and the defense backed them up. They pounded the strike zone. Uh, I don't know if we gave them a free base uh, um, on the mound, so our 
pitchers kept them off balance, and like I said, we made some really good defensive plays. Uh, Joey Barini made a couple. Uh, Starling made a really good one, and Amac made one there late in the game at third base. He makes it look easy, but it ain't easy. And uh, Carter Cunningham. Let's uh, have Coach Godwin talk about him before we uh, hear from Carter Cunningham. And uh, Godwin says that uh, CC is seeing the ball well. Yeah, he's been seeing the ball well, and, uh, you know, he, he picks up off speed pretty good. Um, you know, we were able to put some pressure on him, too, with uh, some stolen bases, which was a good thing. All right, this is Carter Cunningham now in the postgame, who says, uh, well, he actually takes us through his first A.B. Hoover did a really good job reeling the information back to me. We had a really good scouting report going into it by uh, Colby Bortles and Coach Godwin. I was just looking for a first pitch heater. I got it. Kept my hands inside. It was it was probably my best swing of the season, honestly. It was a good one. Cunningham, uh, as we mentioned, homered along with Will Coxon. Uh, for Carter Cunningham, this was uh, – uh, he's done it all year. He's played all over the outfield, and he discussed that. Coach Hardigree does does a great job with us. We take a lot of pride in it. Um, I like – I like how I'm a versatile player. I can play anywhere in the outfield, uh, a little bit of first base. I take a lot of pride in my defense. It, just, it, it helps the team win because we have different options out there in, in the outfield, so it's good. Carter Cunningham says it is uh, great to beat an in-state rival. That was big time for us. Uh, we knew going into it that it was going to be a good matchup. Obviously, in-state rival, um, they want to beat us. We want to beat them. we got a great venue here in Charlotte. It was a, It was a really fun game to be a part of. 4,678, the vast majority of them Pirate fans last night. Uh, Cunningham uh, giving Pirate Nation a shout-out. There's not many schools like this. I mean, they're, they're doing purple gold chants right now as they're walking out of the stadium. It's uh, There's not a fan base like this. Pirate Nation is, is really one of a kind. So that's today's Pirate Report. Uh, as far as baseball goes, ECU will uh, be at Wichita State. And uh, the Wheat Shockers will uh, open up their series with the Pirates tomorrow night. Uh, we've got this on our social media. Gavin Williams has been awesome for Double A Akron this year. And uh, coming up at 6:35, uh, you can watch uh, his start tonight for free. MLB uh, Pipeline tweeting out that uh, the uh, look, he's been great. Six six, two hundred fifty pounder for the Guardians and their organization. ERA under one, twelve strikeouts through two starts with the Rubber Ducks of Akron. And, um, yeah, we got that on our social media, uh, at uh, 943thegame on uh, on Twitter. I was, uh, you know, got a few minutes here. Oh, I, I know what I was going to mention in addition to wrap up the Pirate Report. Uh, football media days have been announced by the American. This seems like this is the earliest they've announced it, which I'm all for. And uh, the event will be returning to an in-person media day. So uh, it'll be in late July, the 24th and 25th. And uh, the American will be holding their uh, media days. Then, of course, we'll hear from, uh, it's going to have all 14 schools there. Uh, the American's going to have some other special guests they promised. So we'll, we'll have all of that uh, to talk about as it'll be in, uh, is it Arlington where it is? Pilk? It's, it's somewhere in Texas. I believe yes. The, the, I believe that is correct. Yes. Okay. So yeah, that's um, that's where it is. I believe. So, um, 
Pretty good, pretty good stuff there. So uh, more on that in in uh, a little while. But uh, media days for football have been announced, and that's a good thing that they've uh, already announced that because we can all plan around it and not have it spring up at the last uh, instant. But hey, I, I think it's also uh, tremendous. I think it's also tremendous that uh, they're going to be doing it in person for all 14 schools. And I think Coach Houston's fairly early in the proceedings. It looked like so. That's a good thing. That's a good thing there. All right. Um, Pilk reported it earlier, the Astros, the Astros, the A's, uh, is it, is it their ownership or is it, uh, a different ownership group, Pilk, that has purchased the land in Las Vegas for a stadium? What I read was the team president said, we have purchased land okay, near so the, the strip. So I would go the that current, as them. Okay. So the current A's ownership has purchased land to to build a baseball stadium in Las Vegas. I would think it would have to be domed, right? Retractable roof is what the Well, yeah, said last that's, night. that's but, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. I yeah, we're very good. Yeah, you're right. Retractable roof. So I I think a couple weeks ago we were just talking about this. And so Pilk said earlier that Truist Park in Charlotte can't be added onto, but Charlotte's one of the the cities now that's being mentioned because, look, the Rays are going to have to relocate now. The A's are getting the hell out of Oakland and that awful situation where they can't even use the press box and nobody goes to the games because that stadium is, is just dismal. And if we had more time, I could go into, you know, just how the city of Oakland is a once great city, is, but it's there in California, which was a once great state. But I'm not going to go into that. I'm going to stick to sports because we – we're running uh, short on time here for the day, but uh, the, the, where, where do the Rays go next? They could expand think- the place in Charlotte, but they'd have to close roads that currently exist. There'd have to be a lot of stuff. I mean, there's room, but you're, there's going to be roads that are there now that won't be there. So maybe they could come to Charlotte. I don't know. I think Charlotte, Montreal, and Nashville are all in the running for the Rays. That seems to be what I've read today, so we'll see. Uh, great to have Parker Bird on. We'll have the uh, show up on a podcast in a little bit so you can relive the magic. Thanks to uh, Dom. Thanks to the ref. We'll be back tomorrow. Uh, Greenville Mayor P.J. Conley on a Coastal Plain team, a Coastal Plain League team, maybe coming to Greenville. And Adam Gold from the Adam Gold Show all tomorrow on the Patrick Johnson Show. <laughs>